plow so that they can move forward as a nation together in a holiness and a righteous work. There are some things that people are not happy about on both sides. They have groups, they have their own thoughts and laws and regulations. But God, who sits on the throne, has designed things in such a way to where the commandments, both in the Old Testament and New Testament, are written on your hands and on your lungs. Mm -hmm. They're an example of the Prince of God that is eternal, the Ancient One, the Ancient of Days, has designed it in such a way that you would have your eyes open and your eyes to see that which is before you with your hands and your lungs and the path of your feet. Mm-hmm. They were designed to align. To love the Lord your God with all your mind, heart, soul, and strength. That when you say something and you do something, it would manifest the works of God. There's a scripture that says that let mankind see your good works that they may magnify your Father which is in heaven. Mm-hmm. As we're going about our day, we're watching masses of people that are in a delusion and derision with the prince of the air. The they are making agreement with the father of lies and are in a delusion. Yes. But God is breaking out his people and causing us to be separated by fire. His word, which divides both marrow and bone, and divides the spirit and soul and the heart and tensions of mankind. And it doesn't change. Mm. The time has been at hand. Ah. The time has been at hand. God has, finds no pleasure in those that put their hand to the plow and look back. Mm. Yes. Yes. Hallelujah. Praise you, God. Yes, what Yes. Praise God. you, God. You're a holy God and you're worthy to be praised and worthy, Father God. Yes. To be feared and reverent. God, I'm not in my Yes, God. Yes, God. Thank you, Father God. Yes, God. Lord, I thank you on tonight, Father God, that you are setting your people straight, your remnant that is in this nation, Father God. Father, that we would not lean to the left nor to the right, Father God, but we would lean to the, the binding of your holiness on both hands, Father God, on both lungs, Father God, and the path of the feet and the works of the hands, Lord God. Father, that your tablets would be written in our hearts, Father God that you would be holy with that Christ, the hope of glory would be living within us, Lord God. Father, that we would not Father God, that we would not spit them out. Father God, that we would not spit words of sin out. Father God, but that we would share words of love, kindness, and joy, Father. Yes. Lord, I pray that our actions would line up with the words that are that are in our heart, Lord God, yes. that are towards you, Lord God. Father, that we we see people, Lord God, that we would not miss the holy visitation. Because of status, Father God. Father God, I pray, Father, in the name of your son, Yeshua Mashiach, Father God, that you would pour out your blood, Father God, over our nation at this time, Father God. That you would remember the blood of Yeshua Mashiach, Father God, over people. Father God, I pray, Father God, for your healing virtue and power to come upon our land. Lord, as we turn from our wicked ways, I'm not ashamed anymore. Yes, yeah. And we serve, Lord God. Yes, Father. 
Yes, Rabba se kalalobosha. Yes. Brokos sataya. He kalalobosha. He said he hears our prize and our prayers. Man kalalobosha. He kalalobosanda. But he said elobose. But we must be sayalalobosha. We must be attentive. Ah, for his sound. For his word. Mashekorabata. Because he will have to have the tuning of the spirit of God. He said because everybody will not be able. To hear in this season because he is preparing us for the fight. He doesn't speak with a boisterous voice. He can speak in a whisper. But we must be prepared to hear the instruction from Yeshua. We must be prepared to be ready to do the work of Yeshua. We must be prepared mind, body, soul, and spirit for the task at hand. For we have entered a time. We have entered a time where we must know the real from the familiar. We must know the difference between the shepherd and the hireling. He said, because the sheep know the shepherd and a stranger 
Not only they will not follow, but they will not hear him. My God. He said, because a hireling is just that. A hireling who care not for the sheep. But the hireling also speaks in a familiar tone. My God. That people are familiar with, but it's not God. God is about to show us and tell us how and when the time is coming. He has been speaking this to us for the last few weeks to be ready as minute men. For when he call us, are we going to be ready? Or will we say, God, just give, us, give me a little time. I haven't did this. The things God has been showing me even on today, even to the point where it's brought an attack on my physical body because the enemy do not want the people to be sober, sound, and sensitive in this season. The enemy do not want us to be awakened in this season. The enemy do not want the scales <clears throat> to fall from our eyes in this season. He want us to still yet operate in the earthly things and not the heavenly things. That's why he said he's bringing the fire. He's bringing the fuego. For those things that are of God shall remain. But those things that are not of God shall be caught up and burnt up. We see the land. We see what is happening. We see the anarchy that has taken place in this land. But it's allowed to be in the land to wake us up. To, for us to take notice. For us to go back to that first love. To go back to prayer. To go back to the supplication of these things. To seek his face and to seek his voice. He's taking us back to the old landmark. Ah. Because we have ignored not only the landmark, but the chief cornerstone. God is preparing us for this season. Will we be sober, sound, and sensitive when it comes? Will we be ready to hearken the voice of God? <clears throat> Will we be able to hear the sofa blow? Ah, my God. Will we be able to stand? Aha. There's an old song the church of God in Christ will sing. That Jesus was preparing us for that great day. Who shall be able to stand? Who shall be able to stand? We have to make sure that we are operating in the things of God in this season. I thank the woman of God because I had been woke well over 24 hours when God gave me this. And I, I was in a place I'd never been before in the spirit realm to the point where it affected me naturally. Where it affected me naturally. And I thank the prophet of God. I thank her for, for giving me sound counsel of what God was showing me. 
And I know God has shared some more word with some other people. I'm going to remove myself out the way because God is speaking in this day. And I mean this day, this day right here. God is speaking this day. Those who have an ear, hmm, let them hear what the spirit is saying unto the church. I yield the floor to those who have something from the Lord on tonight. Prophet Deborah. I I can't pick it up. I I can't pick it up. But, okay, it's it's there's there is a rhema word on this line. I don't know who has it in their belly, but I I, I beseech you on tonight to release that word because it is needed in this season. Yes, God. Yes, God. Yes, God. There is a there is a word to be released. Prophet Richard, is that you? Let it go. It's you. God gave God. it to you. As as you guys were talking, Lord Evers. Mm. I feel it already.
chosen. And I have chosen my elect. I have chosen my people to speak, to share, to witness all the things that I have brought you through. Because your story isn't about you. It's about me. Mm-hmm. It's about me saying that I can deliver, that I can heal, that I can break through, that I can show forth in the darkest of darkest of places. And each of you have been through some things that was rough. Some of you even more so. But the reason why you suffered is so that you can speak only about what I've done for you. Woo! You will not go astray in this hour, for I will keep you. If you choose to, let me keep you. <laughs> but do not, 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 Even as he even as he was praying, Prophet Deborah. Oh, you go robust. Yeah, the 
Prophet Deborah, I, I, I saw you birthing. I saw you birthing twins. Hiya, little Bosha. I saw you in the spirit. You were birthing twins. He said, because your ministry, it will be international. He said, not just in the United States. He said, but you will go to Mexico and you will go to South America. He said, because I've even given you the picture. I've given you the drawing in your spirit. Mm. <laughs> he gave you something to draw, to paint. But it's, in, it's concerning the ministry that you are birthing. It's concerning. God is calling you to such a place. It's tight. And then even the times it will be lonesome. But he said he trusts you with the task at hand. I trust my daughter, Deborah. She's named Deborah for a reason. I saw that my shot. And I will make the provision for you, daughter. Make ready, make ready, make ready, make ready. For it's coming quick. It's coming quick. I've already shared with you, said the Lord. I've already shared with you. Oh, yes, God, thank you. God, I thank you for this powerful vessel of yours, God. She is truly your chosen vessel. 
She has a heart that beats for you, God. And her feet are like hinds feet, God. She will not be moved. Those things that you have spoken over her life, God, I ask you to make them manifest in no see not many days here. For time, for it is now. The time is now. The time is now. Make ready, make ready, make ready. For your time is now, said the Lord of hosts. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. None like you, God, in the earth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Orabahi mekalalabashe koreliendi se pesoraba. Ishe adoroboso aguati. Heshe andobokosa. Seke kelinda. Rokorabasi. Sheke ando. Thank you, Father God, for such a vessel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For such a vessel, for such a time as this. Yeah, 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 God. For such a time as this. How we thank you, Father God. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for such a, such a gift to the world. Oh, God, thank you for such a gift as you've given us. God, we thank you for the woman of God. We thank you for Prophet Deborah, God. For her labor of love is not in vain. And I thank you for the generational blessings, God, that she has. You're teaching them even as we speak. God, you're already speaking to her daughters even now. Oh, your eye, the ruach of your spirit blows, God. Your ruach. Yeah, your holy wind, God. Oh, he said he's blowing on the cinders. So that they may catch fire. Ah, your abbasse. Father God, I thank you. Ah, we thank you, Father, for such a jewel in your crown, God. In Jesus' name we pray. And it is so. Glory to your name. <laughs> it was you all the time, woman of God. 
<laughs> it was you all the time. <laughs> There's gonna be something with you um while you were um and you know, I told you this every once in a while. Every once in a while, I tell you what a while you speak in Spanish. And your tongue. Uh-huh. And on tonight, a little while ago, you said a phrase in Spanish. And, and, you, and it's pronounced like this. It's just, nada te pasa. And when we say that in our tongue in Spanish, that means nothing will happen to you. <laughs> and it spoke. It spoke to me. Yeah, <laughs> you Awesome. He know I desire so much. <laughs> he know I desire to speak Spanish. He do. He knows it. And for him to give me that, it's, <laughs> I just thank him for. Because I know it's not me. I know it's not me. I know it is Yeshua. And I thank him for using, for using everyone. To prepare us for such a time as this. The enemy want us to see the things that's going on that's bad. Oh, but they don't see what God is doing. God has exposed this enemy. And now, restoration is about to begin for this country. He's about to restore. He allowed all this to happen. The last four years was to show the people they can't do anything without him. And now restoration ah, is coming forth for his people. We may have been damaged. But he would not let us be utterly destroyed. No restoration is coming to his people. Make ready for the visitation of Yahshua. He's not looking for the superstars. He's seeking the ones that's away from everybody. That don't look like everybody. That don't smell like everybody. He's looking for those that don't mind getting grimy for the kingdom. And I just thank him for it. I just thank God for it. 
<laughs> and, and I knew that was a now word. Because for the last few days, I have been so attacked in my physical body. Even after I spoke with you, Prophet Deborah. But I knew I was going through for the word's sake. And it came forth through you and the man of God. Yes. So we just thank God for tonight. I'm not cutting anybody else off. So if there's something someone wants to share, please do. When you were praying for Deborah, um, I saw you, uh, I saw you, uh, sister, and you were down on the ground, and you were holding the world, but you could fit the whole world in your hands, and the Holy Spirit was telling me the same way that you were, uh, like I saw you the same way when you were hugging Apostle Shredwell that day at that event, but you were hugging the world, and then she started speaking about the nation, like you're, it was like you were hugging the nation that because of the love that you have and your willingness and the reason why you're out there doing it for the kingdom wholeheartedly and because you genuinely just love people and care for people he's going to give you that whole world you're going to be able to go and love on that whole world it's not just going to be a region it's going to go beyond a region if you allow it you may have to go to another region you may have to travel evangelize travel you know, people that go out and travel, and they evangelize and, and, and speak the gospel. You know, um, that may be uh, something you want to take to the Holy Spirit. <laughs> hugging the world. And then the man of God was speaking. And as he was speaking, it actually touched something. Uh, I, I recently lost my mother December 24th, for anybody on the line that didn't know. Um, and in the process of that, I was getting cold-hearted. And the Holy Spirit speaks to Ezekiel 26, and it said, oh, uh, 36, 26. Yes, honey, thank you. A new heart also I will give you, and a new spirit will I put within you. My God. And I take away the stony heart out of your flesh, and I will give you a heart, heart of, of flesh. flesh. Yes, of flesh. And, and, and the Holy Spirit started ministering. The man of God was speaking right on that, that, you know, uh, that's what I really believe that what God is doing is he's putting me personally in a process where he allowed me to get hardened so that he can go in and I'm still in a process of being softened mm -hmm. so that I can go out, just this is what he's calling us, to be able to go out and be that heart of flesh. But see, you wouldn't understand it unless you've been through some things. And that's what the man with God, God was speaking about, going through some things. And, you know, we get callous or we get bruised yeah. or throwing this towel all together and God's like nah I want you to go in there go through something and, and, and then, then let me come and break it all back down and soften you that's so good. that you can go out and reach the youth that's reach good. the generation that are just stone that's good. and you can show them that it can be softened and um, when the man of God was speaking that's where uh, the Holy Spirit just took me there um, in Ezekiel 36 26 and, and, and it, it really spoke to me and he said this is why I'm putting you through the process this is why I put you the pain. We're talking about the pain. Yes. This is why it, it wasn't just for vain. Mm -mm. It wasn't. I didn't do it just because I felt like it. I did it because it's a process. Mm -hmm. And in this process, you're gonna be able to have a heart of flesh, so you can go out and to the children that have a heart of flesh. Hey, y'all don't both.
to relate. You can't go preach something you ain't never been through. You ain't going to be able to relate. If you don't, come on. touch nobody. You ain't going to touch nobody. So the Holy Spirit, God will allow those things to happen sometimes just to be able to go back in and remote you and give you that heart of flesh so that you can go out and do a work. And do it where it can really, really touch people so that he can really work through you and really show them, you know, God loves unconditionally. That he can take somebody that's been through hell and high water. And there's no no worse pain than a boot. Other than losing a mother is probably a child. And he can take you through that and he can pull you out of that and he can soften your heart and make you love again. And make you pull down walls you don't put up for protection. Mm-hmm. And see, that's what, oh my God, children out here these nowadays have been through so much. Something, you know, other people didn't have to go through so early. And they got these walls up. And they got these, uh, these, this heart of stone. And they, they ain't let nobody in. But they can just have one person with a heart of flesh go in. And that's just like the prophet Deborah, just like Apostle Treadwell, just like the man of God, just like my husband. Even while you were saying that, uh, woman of God, so, uh, uh, angel, I'm gonna say it's amazing because I literally saw you talking to a child that was, that was saying, why, why did this happen? Now I'm seeing this. Why did that happen? Why did that happen? And, and, and it's like you knew and they received you because they could feel you. And where God is finna do with you, either God, even right now, I I I know beyond a shadow of a doubt the anointing that rests upon your life. And I'm telling you right now, those teenagers, young adults from 25, I would say from 25 down, God is chasing you for that generation. Yeah, they cling. They did it. They're open-minded to uh, me and my husband. Uh, it just comes natural. That's the Holy Spirit. I think that's yeah. also confirmation. Yes. Hey, Baba, little bullshit. Yeah, y'all, I, when I first met you guys, and, and I didn't even know who you guys really were, but then when God told me youth ministry, that, that lets me know, even with dealing with your mother, even your baby girl, even your baby girl, there are going to be people that don't have the patience to deal with individuals. But God is giving you that. Think, think it not strange that at times you may get just Amen. mad for no reason. That's confirmation. We went to a friend's house the other day who was probably in her maybe 23. Um, and she, she wasn't a woman of God, but she said that uh, she had lost everything. And in the process of losing everything, she started watching videos that the Holy Spirit called me and my husband to do. Mm-hmm. Um, she couldn't pick up her Bible. She couldn't really read and get it on there and watching those videos. She started praying to God. And God gave her, she went from being homeless, gave her a, a home and fully furnished. A home as well. Oh my and God. And nice thought. And I was like, and she has a young daughter so that's so it was just like, wow. That's just my confirmation for the age. 
and my husband were like, okay, so where, you know, where would God want us to be at? What age group? And this mm-hmm. was this kind of confirmation, double confirmation of what we experienced the other day, and then he's saying it today. Amen. Amen. Wow. And everything you said to angel is confirmation for me. Amen. Thank God. Yes. Glory to God. Minister Angel, I, the Lord said, get the t-shirts made. Hang on, I didn't hear you. What, what did you say? I, I don't know what it means, but I just heard the Holy Spirit say to tell you, get the t-shirts made. Get the t-shirts. Oh, yeah, we yeah. kind of put that. <laughs> okay. okay. Well, uh, I had to talk to you about that. I figured it out. Yeah, we put a couple of things on hold with everything going on with yeah. mom. That finally, uh, I'm finally in a stage where I'm kind of able to start picking stuff back up okay. um, and getting in my word again and stuff like that. So yeah. I told him we got to get back on the on the ball with some stuff because it ain't going to stop. It, it, it's only going to go even even higher from right. here. Right. Because I residual income. Mikorada lobo shandala basi kerele yandoko sotora babayada lobo si. He said that would be residual income. All I hear him say, Jimmy, you know what I'm talking about. Maybe the lobo so the lobo kushandala basi. He said he's already told you. Riyanda lobo kushia. He said it's day. Full-time ministry. Uh, okay, Holy Ghost, I see what you're saying now. Okay, Yeah, he said he already told you. So, and you just said, yeah, so God be, be praised. Because he's trying to make the body of Christ self-sufficient. Because we have a great work. And, and Sometimes it can be kind of strenuous, and I'm just talking like just job-wise. But the Holy Spirit is about to bless those to have that residual income from witty ideals. I, I keep hearing that too, witty ideals. Witty ideas. The things, oh, the things that we we may think, oh, that's nothing, but God, God will use it to bring. I hear him say it, another river. And I know about, you know, I know I think the parables about the rivers and what they represent as far as income and things of that nature. But I know in this season, the Holy Ghost is wanting those who are truly chosen to have residual income so that they may be able to do the work of the Father. And I thank God for that. I thank God for that. Make ready. I heard that twice tonight. Make ready. For it is now. Those that are on this line, he said, make ready. For it is nigh thee. Holy Ghost, thank you. That's all I can say. <laughs> thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you to... Uh, uh, <laughs> pastors, 
Angel and Jimmy. Thank you guys so very <laughs> and much. And I actually saw you uh, before you hang. I, I didn't know if you were getting. No, off, no, no, no. You, I had saw you um, right when you were just saying that. I saw you on gold steps going up, and it was five gold steps that, and you were headed up the five gold steps in a beautiful red like dress, but like a robe, um, and it had a gold plate by your stomach with like a ruby in the middle. And then you had um, like a tiara, but not like, not one that's like high. It's more like around your head, like a headband. Mm -hmm. um, on it and it was gold too. Um, and I, I don't know. <laughs> that's what I saw for you going up these gold steps, like literally like honey, like golden steps. Um, oh. Uh, like, oh, oh no, that you on point. You on point. I, I, I'm not going to go into details, but... And the man of God is he a pastor because he was wearing blue. When I saw him talking, I just saw him dressed in blue, like drenched in blue. I didn't know if he was a pastor or to be a pastor, um, or if it's a royalty <laughs> of some sort. He um, is... He is the son of the late Chief Apostle Dr. K.L. Williams. Stop laughing. <laughs> I didn't know. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. No, 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 no. You good. This is my this is my son. You you okay? <laughs> my my mama Glenda, can, can I explain that laugh real quick? Come on, come on, come on. Um, For the world, you his song for the world. Oh my God! Man. Oh, that, but but I'm gonna say this real quick. Bless you, uh, Pastor Little John. Uh, yeah, you might want to get ready to say something. Don't go nowhere. Uh, but the reason I keep talking about Richard like I do, because in a, in a sense, when everything happened. It's, it's almost like Jesus when he told him, son, look at your mother. Mother, look at your son. God gave me a son. He, he, he gave me Richard. 
That's why you when you hear him say Mama Glenda, that's why. And he know he he know I got so oh I love this I love this Joker. I love this Joker so much. I'm still gonna whoop him, but it's all good. Come on, Pastor Lil John. I know it's something in your belly. Come on. Well, I'm, just, I'm so glad to be on tonight. I was studying and I was thinking about my life and Moses came to mind. The reason I love about Moses' character and what he done because Moses' mother loved him so much ah. that when she could not hide him no more, she shipped him off. But what I was learning about that on not only his sister followed him to Pharaoh's daughter, which she were, but uh, the Pharaoh's daughter was only 15 years old. People, a lot of people don't do the history of that, but she was only 15 years old. And back then, you know, the Egyptians, uh, they praised gods, not just one god, many gods. But as the sister got close to the Pharaoh's daughter, and she asked the Pharaoh's daughter, do you want me to go fetch someone to take care of him? She said, yes. She went right back and got Moses' mother. What am I saying? My life history is about, it's mostly a testimony and a sermon testimony by itself because my mother loved me so much that she allowed friends of the family to take me and take care of me. And see, God illustrated that because God set it up even though my mother was on drugs and couldn't take care of me. But when I got eight years old, my mother came right back around <laughs> and told me, and told me that, you know, I trust these people. I want them to take care of you until I get well. And I will come back in and get you again. Oh my gosh. But he didn't realize God, God illustrated that because at the time, God took me out of harm's way when the people friends of the family got me from my mother. To make a long story short, um, the lady that got me from my mother took me to the hospital and they told her that I want only three months to live and if I live, I'd be brain dead. But how many people know when God stepped in the picture, the devil can't do nothing to you? That's right. When God stepped in the picture, even though Satan was there to try to take my life, but God God intercepted and told the devil, no, you leave him alone. He belongs to me. I got assignment on his life. Mm-hmm. And later on, later on, what I, what I was thinking about Moses, that as he got older, he went right back and found his mother and his family. Right. But even though he found his mother and his family, he could not stay with his mother. Because God had assignment, assignment for Moses to do. See, we all belong to God, and when God put an assignment on your life, you got to go. That's it. That's the word exodus means to departure, to leave. And once I found my mother when I was 19 years old, again in Detroit, Michigan, I found her and I had to ask her, Mama, you promised me you were going to come back and get me. Because I had so much hate for her that I wanted her to take care of me. But see, what I wanted is not what God said, what God wanted for me for my life because I couldn't see at the time. Yeah. A lot of times we want to plan stuff for our life, but we fail to ask God, God, what do you have plan for me? What? Which way do you want me to go? That's so, it. in all of that, once I talked to my biological mother before she passed, she 
told me, she said, baby, let me tell you something. She said, I want to come get you, but there was something on the inside of me wouldn't let me. And plus, your daddy told me to leave you alone, your biological father. But as I got older, I finally realized God was showing me from Chicago to Arkansas that he had planned for my life. He had positioned my life like chess. He had positioned me where he wanted me wow. to be, not where I wanted to be. See, a lot of times we think we have our own destination, but we don't. That's right. That's right. Wow. A lot, a lot of times, like Moses, Moses, yeah, he was in Egypt. Yeah, he was part of the prince of Pharaoh. And Pharaoh said, I love you like a son. Long as Moses was doing what he wanted him to do, then he loved him like a son. Long as we doing what the worldly people want us to do, yeah, they love us. But as soon as we find out who we truly are in Christ, when Moses, listen to me, when Moses found out he was really a Hebrew, when Moses finally found out who he truly was, and he found out that he was trained to hate the slaves, but he like, wait a minute, something on the inside of me can't hate them. Matter of fact, he saved, the woman he saved from getting run over was his mother. Right. Wow. Right. But he knew something was on the inside of him different than what the Pharaoh had. He was not Egyptian. They raised him as Egyptian, but he was not Egyptian. That's right. When you are a child of God, you're going to act different. You're going to know something is different about you. No matter what crowd you run with, that's not for you. <laughs> I found out later in life what God had on the inside of me, even though I was adopted with the family, and I'm glad they adopted me, but the way they were raising me was not the way God wanted me to be. That's right. That's right. Once I found out, found my real mother and went back to her and talked to her, and she said, baby, I love you, but I had to let you go. I could not come back and get you because I knew that you was where God wants you to be. But see, let me put a pin there. My mother didn't believe in God at first. My my, my sisters and them, they lived a life of, of, of the street life, if you know what I mean. Right. So God took me from my mother and my sisters because of that street life and saved me and put me where he wanted me to be. And That's I thank it. God for my adoptive family for raising me like they did. But in all of that, God, even when my doctor family passed, and then I had to turn around and do my mother, my biological mother eulogy when they thought I was going to be dead. <laughs> but so what's on the inside of me, like what's on the inside of Moses, come on now, y'all need uh -huh. to understand. What was on the inside of Moses, even though he was raised Egyptian, he knew he wasn't Egyptian. He found out there was something special about him. Uh -huh. We all have something that God put on the inside of us because we are on the assignment from the time of our mother womb. God has chosen us. Right. And no matter what we go through in life, God won't let you go. Yeah, God would not let you go because he chased those he loved. Yep. So while we're sitting here studying about Moses, and he ended up going once they ran him out of Egypt because, like I told you, long as you're doing what the worldly people want you to do, they love you. But I tell you what you do. You start pulling away from them and see how they treat you. <laughs> you better say that. Come on. That's right. Come on. Wow. Even when
used to do this. I remember when you used to do that. Come on. Oh, come yeah, on. I used to do that, but that person has died. I'm a new creature in Christ. I don't do that no more. God got me on assignment, and I got to go to do my Father's will. Amen. So when Moses came out of Egypt, and God put him where he wanted him to be for 40 years. Now, remember, he stayed in Egypt for 40 years, and he also stayed in the wilderness for 40 years. So God had to empty him out to ground zero. Dead. God had to bring him down. Wow. You so better. God had to listen. God had to empty me out of Chicago ghetto that I was used to and brought me to Arkansas for a new beginning. Cut. The new beginning is where I can come empty me out. God had to, to just empty me out to ground zero with nothing in me so he could fill me up. Amen. You cannot, you cannot put new wine into your old wine bottle. Go back there, boss. So once God filled me up, and after I got old, I was raised up in church all my life, but I really didn't know God. You, ooh, you, ooh. you said something there. Yeah. A lot of people go to church all their life and go on tradition. Of going to church because mom and dad is going, my grandparents go, I'm going to go. But how many people really know right. God for themselves? Well. So once Moses finally realized who God was and who God is, see, you got to remember God is and was at the same time. That's right. Huh? Let me, let me let me explain it to you. Don't give me an help for English because I wouldn't do it in English. So uh, just hold on for a minute. God said when he spoke, he made the heavens and earth, correct? Right. Yes. The, he the, heavens is the, the heavens is eternal and the earth is what? Temporarily. Uh-huh. So therefore, since he made the heavens and the earth and when God speaks, See, there's nothing new up under the sun, but God said, I will make a new thing. It's new to us, but it's not new to God. That's right. It's a rerun. So once God breathes breathe the, the breath of life in us, and not only breathes the breath of life in us, but he breathes his spirit in us. So he knew us in our mother's womb. Everybody mm -hmm. on this line, listen to me. He knew you before you were even born. He had a time for your life before you even came out of your mother's womb. That's right. That's, right. That's why you know when you got grown, no matter what you did in the streets, no matter how you ran the streets, no matter what you did, the fact is, once the assignment in, you're going to come out of you. And you're going to feel different. You're going to act different. I don't matter who you run with, you're going to find out, wait a minute, something ain't right. I don't feel right about this. Something don't feel right about this because I'm with my own boys, but it just don't feel right. God got me going another way. I want to go this way, but God got me going that way. Mm -hmm. But see, Moses had to follow the directions of God. He didn't understand it, but he went. And when he went on top of that mountain, and God said, take off his shoes, this ground is holy. He's been walking holy ever since. So God had me doing wherever I go is holy. And when we came to Arkansas and I grew up and got out of high school and, and started working for the school district, I started helping to the plow they can move forward as a nation together in a holiness and a righteous work. 
there are some things that people are not happy about on both sides. They have groups, they have their own thoughts and laws and regulations. But God, who sits on the throne, has designed things in such a way to where the commandments, both in the Old Testament and New Testament, are written on your hands and on your lungs. Mm. They are an example of the Prince of God that is eternal, the Ancient One, the Ancient of Days, has designed it in such a way that you would have your eyes open and your eyes to see that which is before you with your hands and your lungs and the path of your feet. Mm. They were designed to align. To love the Lord your God with all your mind, heart, soul, and strength. That when you say something and you do something, it would manifest the works of God. There's a scripture that says that let mankind see your good works, that they may magnify your Father which is in heaven. Mm. As we're going about our day, we're watching masses of people that are in a delusion and derision. With the prince of the air, they are making agreement with the father of lies and are in a delusion. Yes. But God is breaking out his people and causing us to be separated by fire. His word, which divides both marrow and bone. And divide the spirit and soul and the heart intentions of mankind. And it doesn't change. The time has been at hand. The time has been at hand. God finds no pleasure in those that put their hand to the plow and look back. Yes. Yes. Hallelujah. Praise you, God. Yes, what a, yes. Praise God. you, God. You're a holy God and you're worthy to be praised and worthy, Father God. Yes. To be feared and reverent. God, I'm not shitting in my phone. Yes, God. Yes, God. Thank you, Father God. Yes, God. Lord, I thank you on tonight, Father God, that you are setting your people straight, your remnant that is in this nation, Father God. Father, that we would not lean to the left nor to the right, Father God, but we would lean to the the binding of your holiness on both hands, Father God, on both lungs, Father God, and the path of the feet and the work of the hands, Lord God. Father, that your tablets would be written in our hearts, Father God, that you would be holiness, that Christ, the hope of glory, would be living within us, Lord God. Father, that we would not, Father God, that we would not spit them out, Father God, that we would not spit words of sin out, Father God, but that we would share words of love, kindness, and joy, Father. Yes. Lord, I pray that our actions would line up with the words that are that are in our heart, Lord God, yes. that are towards you, Lord God. Father, that we, we see people, Lord God, that we would not miss the holy visitation. Because of status, Father God. Father God, I pray, Father, in the name of your son, Yeshua Mashiach, Father God, that you would pour out your blood, Father God, over our nation at this time, Father God. That you would remember the blood of Yeshua Mashiach, Father God. Father God, I pray, Father God, for your healing virtue and power to come upon our land. Lord, as we turn from our wicked ways, I'm not on a shin anymore. Yes, yeah. As we turn, Lord God. Yes. yes, Father. As we turn, God. Yes. Ah. Uh. 
Daba, say, Canada, the bush now. What we have on our shelter, God, we pray, Lord God. Guard our ear gates, Lord God, and our eye gates for what we watch in the news, Lord God, that is being exploited, Lord God, and exposed, Lord God, and contaminating, Father God, with sin, with lies, Lord God. Sin, Lord God, that we are not even present to see, Lord God. Father, I pray, Lord God, that you would cover us, Lord God. Yes. With your word of truth, Lord God. Yes. And Father, I thank you that as a mouth of truth, your witness is the truth is established, Lord God. And Father, help us, Lord God, when we come across people that present themselves, Lord God, whether it's by phone, television, or in person, Lord God, that we would test the spirit of the Lord, and anything that is anti-Christ, Lord God, help us to shut it, Lord God, to shut it down, Lord, in the name of the Lord, I thank you, Father, I praise you on today, Lord, I thank you, hallelujah, yes, God, praise you, Lord God, hallelujah, yes, God, yes, God, Yes, Yes, Rabba se kalalobosha. Yes. Broko si andemeko sataya. He kalalobosha. He said he hears our prayers and our prayers. Man kalalobosha. He kalalobosanda. But he said, Elobose. But we must be sayalalobosha. We must be attentive. Ah, for his sound, for his word. Mashekorabata. Because he will have to have the tuning of the Spirit of God. He said, because everybody will not be able. To hear in this season because he is preparing us for the fight. He doesn't speak with a bolsterous voice. He can speak in a whisper. But we must be prepared to hear the instruction from Yeshua. We must be prepared to be ready to do the work of Yeshua. We must be prepared mind, body, soul, and spirit for the task at hand. For we have entered a time. We have entered a time where we must know the real from the familiar. We must know the difference between the shepherd and the hireling. He said, because the sheep know the shepherd and a stranger, not only they will not follow, but they will not hear him. My God, 
He said, because a hireling is just that. A hireling who cared not for the sheep. But the hireling also speaks in a familiar tone. Ah, God. That people are familiar with, but it's not God. God is about to show us and tell us how and when the time is coming. He has been speaking this to us for the last few weeks to be ready as minute men. For when he called us, are we going to be ready? Or will we say, God, just give us, give me a little time. I haven't did this. The things God has been showing me even on today, even to the point where it's brought an attack on my physical body. Because the enemy do not want the people to be sober, sound, and sensitive in this season. The enemy do not want us to be awakened in this season. The enemy do not want the scales <clears throat> to fall from our eyes in this season. He want us to still yet operate in the earthly things and not the heavenly things. That's why he said he's bringing the fire. He's bringing the fuego. For those things that are of God shall remain. But those things that are not of God shall be caught up and burnt up. We see the land. We see what is happening. We see the anarchy that has taken place in this land. But it's allowed to be in the land to wake us up. To, for us to take notice, for us to go back to that first love, to go back to prayer, to go back to the supplication of these things, to seek his face and to seek his voice. He's taking us back to the old landmark. Ah, because we have ignored not only the landmark, but the chief cornerstone. God is preparing us for this season. Will we be sober, sound, and sensitive when it comes? Will we be ready to hearken the voice of God? <clears throat> Will we be able to hear the sofa blow? Ah, my God. Will we be able to stand? Aha. There's an old song the church of God in Christ will sing that Jesus was preparing us for that great day. Who shall be able to stand? Who shall be able to stand? We have to make sure that we are operating in the things of God in this season. I thank the woman of God because I have been woke well over 24 hours. When God gave me this. And I, I was in a place I'd never been before. In the spirit realm. To the point where it affected me naturally. Where it affected me naturally. And I thank the prophet of God. I thank her for, for giving me sound counsel. Of what God was showing me. And I know God has shared some more word with some other people. 
I'm going to remove myself out the way because God is speaking in this day. And I mean this day, this day right here. God is speaking this day. Those who have an ear, hmm, let them hear what the Spirit is saying unto the church. I yield the floor to those who have something from the Lord on tonight. Prophet Deborah. Yes, I'm still here. I I can't pick it up. I I can't pick it up. But, I'm still here. Okay, it's it's there's there is a rhema word on this line. I don't know who has it in their belly, but I I, I beseech you on tonight to release that word because it is needed in this season. Abba. Yes, God. Yes, God. Yes, God. There is a there is a word to be released. Prophet Richard, is that you? Let it go. It's you. God gave it to you. As as you guys were talking, Lord Evers. Mm. I feel it already. Chosen. 
And I have chosen my elect. I have chosen my people to speak, to share, to witness all the things that I have brought you through. Because your story isn't about you. It's about me. Mm-hmm. It's about me saying that I can deliver, that I can heal, that I can break through, that I can show forth in the darkest of darkest of places. And each of you have been through some things that was rough. Some of you even more so. But the reason why you suffered is so that you can speak boldly about what I've done for you. Woo! You will not go astray in this hour, for I will keep you. If you choose to, let me keep you. Do not, 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 do she killed the other Even as he even as he was praying, Prop Deborah. Ah, you go robos, yeah, the bass, yeah, the 
y el de los bolsones va a sacar a los bolsones. Y corría ni siquiera de ver con su torre banda. Mono la bolsa. Chicano la bolsa de rocaciando bolsata. He's birthing. He's birthing. He's birthing. He's birthing. He's birthing. Eh, you go ramaziki. Ha. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. Hallelujah. Prophet Deborah, I, I, I saw you birthing. I saw you birthing twins. I saw you in the spirit. You were birthing twins. He said, because your ministry, it will be international. He said, not just in the United States. He said, but you will go to Mexico and you will go to South America. He said, because I've even given you the picture. How you go so I've given you the drawing in your spirit. He gave you something to draw, to paint. But it's in it's concerning the ministry that you are birthing. It's God is calling you. To such a place. It's tight. And then even the times it will be lonesome. But he said he trusts you. With the task at hand. I trust my daughter Deborah. She named Deborah for a reason. I saw that my shot. And I will make the provision for you, daughter. Make ready, make ready, make ready, make ready. For it's coming quick. It's coming quick. I've already shared with you, said the Lord. I've already shared with you. Oh, yes, God, thank you. God, I thank you for this powerful vessel of yours, God. She is truly your chosen vessel. 
She has a heart that beats for you, God. And her feet are like hinds feet, God. She will not be moved. Those things that you have spoken over her life, God. I ask you to make them manifest in no not many days here. For time, for it is now. The time is now. The time is now. Make ready, make ready, make ready. For your time is now, said the Lord of hosts. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. None like you, God, in the earth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Orama. Thank you, Father God, for such a vessel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For such a vessel, for such a time as this. Yeah, 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 God. For such a time as this. How we thank you, Father God. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for such a such a gift to the world. Oh, God, thank you for such a gift as you've given us. God, we thank you for the woman of God. We thank you for Prophet Deborah, God. For her labor of love is not in vain. And I thank you for the generational blessings, God, that she has. You're teaching them even as we speak. God, you're already speaking to her daughters even now. The ruach of your spirit blows, God. Your ruach. There, your holy wind, God. Who? He said he's blowing on the cinders. So that they may catch fire. Ah, Yorabase. Horiando Hosi and Debekosha. Father God, thank you. Ah, we thank you, Father, for such a jewel in your crown, God. In Jesus' name we pray. And it is so. Glory to your name. <laughs> it was you all the time, woman of God. <laughs> 
<laughs> it was you all the time. <laughs> There's going to be something with you um, while you were um, Awesome. He know I desire so much. <laughs> he know I desire to speak Spanish. He do. He knows it. And for him to give me that, <laughs> I just thank him for Because I know it's not me. I know it's not me. I know it is Yeshua. And I thank him for using, for using everyone. To prepare us for such a time as this. The enemy want us to see the things that's going on that's bad. Oh, but they don't see what God is doing. God has exposed his enemy. And now, restoration is about to begin for this country. He's about to restore. He allowed all this to happen. The last four years was to show the people they can't do anything without him. And now restoration ah, is coming forth for his people. We may have been damaged. But he would not let us be utterly destroyed. No restoration is coming to his people. Make ready for the visitation of Yeshua. He's not looking for the superstars. He's seeking the ones that's away from everybody. That don't look like everybody. That don't smell like everybody. He's looking for those that don't mind getting grimy for the kingdom. And I just thank him for it. I just thank God for it. 
And, and I knew that was a now word. Because for the last few days, I have been so attacked in my physical body. Even after I spoke with you, Prophet Deb. But I knew I was going through for the word's sake. And it came forth through you and the man of God. Yes. So we just thank God for tonight. I'm not cutting anybody else off. So if there's something someone wants to share, please do. I would like to say something, if, if I can have a moment. When you were praying for Deborah, um, I saw you, uh, I saw you, uh, sister, and you were down on the ground. And you were holding the world, but you could fit the whole world in your hands. And the Holy Spirit was telling me the same way that you were, like I saw you the same way when you were hugging Apostle Treadwell that day at that event. But you were hugging the world. And then she started speaking about the nation. Like you're, it was like you were hugging the nations, And that because of the love that you have, you're willing and the reason why you're out there doing it for the kingdom wholeheartedly and because you genuinely just love people and care for people he's going to give you that whole world you're going to be able to go and love on that whole world it's not just going to be a region it's going to go beyond a region if you allow it you may have to go to another region you may have to uh, travel evangelize travel you know people that go out and travel and they evangelize and, and, and speak the gospel you know um that may be uh, something you want to take to the Holy Spirit. <laughs> yeah, hugging the world. And then the man of God was speaking. And as he was speaking, it actually touched something. Uh, I, I recently lost my mother December 24th, for anybody on the line that didn't know. Um, and in the process of that, I was getting cold-hearted. And mm. the Holy Spirit speaks to Ezekiel 26. And it said, oh. Uh, 3626. Yes, honey. Thank you. A new heart also I will give you. And a new spirit will I put within you. My God. And I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh. And I will give you a heart, heart of, of flesh. flesh. Yes, of flesh. And, and, and the Holy Spirit started ministering. The man of God was speaking right on that. That, you know, uh, that's what I really believe that what God is doing is, is putting me personally in a process where he allowed me to get hardened so that he could go in and I'm still in a process of being softened mm -hmm. so that I can go out just this is what he's calling us to be able to go out and be that heart of flesh but see you wouldn't understand it unless you've been through some things and that's what the man with God, God was speaking about going through some things and you know we get callous or we get bruised yeah. or throwing this out all together and God's like nah I want you to go in there go through some things and, and, and then, then let me come and break it all back down and soften you that's so good. that you can go out and reach the youth that's reach good. the generation that are just stoned that's good. and you can show them that it can be softened and um, when the man of God was speaking that's where uh, the Holy Spirit just took me there um, in Ezekiel 36-26 and, and, and it really spoke to me and he said this is why I'm putting you through the process this is why I put you through the pain we're talking about the pain this is why it, it wasn't just for vain Mm -mm. It wasn't, I didn't do it just because I felt like it. I did it because it's a process. Mm -hmm. And in this process, you're going to be able to have a heart of flesh so you can go out and to the children that have a heart of flesh. Hey, y'all don't both suck. You can 
can relate. You, you can't go preach something you ain't never been through. You, you ain't gonna be able to relate. If you don't, come on. Touch nobody. You ain't going to touch nobody. So the Holy Spirit, God will allow those things to happen sometimes just to be able to go back in and remote you and give you that heart of flesh so that you can go out and do a work and do it where it can really, really touch people so that he can really work through you and really show them, you know, God loves unconditionally, that he can take somebody that's been through hell and high water. And there's no no worse pain than a Other than losing a mother, it's probably a child. And he can take you through that, and he can pull you out of that, and he can soften your heart and make you love again and make you pull down walls you don't put up for protection. Mm-hmm. And see, that's what oh, we got children out here these nowadays that have been through so much. Something, you know, other people didn't have to go through so early. And they got these walls up, and they got these, uh, these, this heart of stone, and they, they ain't let nobody in. And they can just have one person with a heart of flesh go in. And that's just like the prophet of Deborah, just like... Even while you were saying that, uh, woman of God, so, uh, uh, angel, I'm gonna it's amazing because I literally saw you talking to a child that was, they were saying, why, why did this happen? Now I'm seeing this. Why did that happen? Why did that happen? And, and, and it's like you knew and they received you because they could feel you. And where God is finna do with you, either hey God, even right now, I I I know beyond a shadow of a doubt the anointing that rests upon your life. And I'm telling you right now, those teenagers, young adults from 25, I would say from 25 down, God is chasing you for that generation. Yeah, they cling. They do they're open minded to uh, me and my husband. Uh, it just comes natural. That's the Holy Spirit. That's yeah. also confirmation. Yes. Hey, bye bye, little bullshit. Yeah, y'all, I, when I first met you guys, and, and I didn't even know who you guys really were, but then when God told me youth ministry, that, that lets me know, even with dealing with your mother, even your baby girl, even your baby girl. There are going to be people that don't have the patience to deal with individuals. But God is giving you that. Think, think it not strange that at times you may get just Amen. mad for no reason. That's confirmation. We went to a friend's house the other day who was probably in her maybe 23. Um, and she was telling me about how she had been in the process of teaching everything. She started watching videos that the Holy Spirit called me and my husband to do. Mm-hmm. Um, she couldn't pick up her Bible. She couldn't really read and get it on there and watching those videos. She started praying to God. And God gave her, she went from being homeless, gave her a home and fully furnished. A home with well. Oh my God. And nice stuff. And I was like, and she had a young daughter to the rest of the home. It was just like, wow. That's my God's confirmation for the 
age because me and my husband were like, okay, you know, where, you know, where would God want us to be at? What age group? And this mm-hmm. was kind of confirmation, double confirmation of what we experienced the other day and then we're saying it today. Amen. Amen. Wow. And everything you said to Angel is confirmation for me. Amen. Thank God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Minister Angel, I, the Lord said, get the t-shirts made. Hang on, I didn't hear you. What, what did you say? I, I don't know what it means, but I just heard the Holy Spirit said to tell you, get the t-shirts made. Get the t- oh, yeah, we yeah. kind of <laughs> Okay. Okay. Well, uh, I had to talk to you about that. I figured it out. Yeah, we put a couple of things on hold with everything going on with yeah. my mom that finally, uh, I finally in a stage where I'm kind of able to start picking stuff back up okay. um, and getting in my word again and stuff like that. So yeah. I told him we got to get back on the on the ball with some stuff because it ain't going to stop. It, it, it's only going to go even even higher from here. Right. He said that would be residual income. All I hear him say, Jimmy, you know what I'm talking about. Maybe he said he's already told you. He said, it's day. Full-time ministry. Uh, okay, Holy Ghost, I see what you're saying now. Okay, Yeah, he said he already told you. So, and you just said yeah, so God be, be praised. Because he's trying to make the body of Christ self-sufficient. Because we have a great work. And, and Sometimes it can be kind of strenuous, and I'm just talking like just job-wise. But the Holy Spirit is about to bless those to have that residual income from witty ideals. I, I keep hearing that too, witty ideals. Witty ideas. The things, oh, the things that we we may think, oh, that's nothing, but God, God will use it to bring. I hear him say it, another river. And I know about, you know, I know I think the parables about the rivers and what they represented as far as income and things of that nature. But I know in this season, the Holy Ghost is wanting those who are truly chosen to have residual income so that they may be able to do the work of the Father. And I thank God for that. I thank God for that. Make ready. I heard that twice tonight. Make ready. For it is now. Those that are on this line, he said, make ready. For it is nigh Holy Ghost, thank you. That's all I can say. <laughs> thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, too. Uh, uh, <laughs> pastors 
Angel and Jimmy. Thank you guys so very <laughs> and much. I actually saw you uh, before you hang. I, I didn't know if you were getting. No, off, no, no, no. I had saw you um, right when you were just saying that. I saw you on gold steps going up, and it was five gold steps that, and you were headed up the five gold steps in a beautiful red like dress, but like a robe, um, and it had a gold plate by your stomach with like a ruby in the middle. And then you had um, like a tiara, but not like, not one that's like high. It's more like around your head, like a headband. Mm-hmm. Um, on it and it was gold too. Um, and I, I don't know. <laughs> that's what I saw for you going up these gold steps, like literally like honey, like golden steps. Um, oh. Uh, oh, oh no, that you on point. You on point. I, I, I'm not going to go into details, but... And the name of God is he a pastor because he was wearing blue. When I saw him talking, I just saw him dressed in blue, like drenched in blue. I didn't know if he was a pastor or to be a pastor, um, or if it's a royal <laughs> sort. He um, is... Those are that I saw. He is the son of the late Chief Apostle Dr. K.L. Williams. Stop laughing. <laughs> I didn't know. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. No, 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 no. You good. This this is my this is my son. You you okay? <laughs> my my mama Glenda, can I explain that laugh real quick? Come on, come on, come on. For the world. You his song for the world. Oh my God. Man. Oh, that, but but uh, I'm gonna say this real quick. Bless you, uh Pastor Lil John. Uh yeah, you might as well get ready to say something. Don't go nowhere. Uh but the reason I keep talking about Richard like I do, because in a, in a sense, when everything happened. It's, it's almost like Jesus when he told him, son, look at your mother. Mother, look at your son. God gave me a son. He, he, he gave me Richard. 
That's why you, when you hear him say Mama Glenda, that's why. And he know, he, he know I got so, oh, I love this. I love this joker. I love this joker so much. I'm still going to whoop him, but it's all good. Come on, Pastor Lil John. I know it's something in your belly. Come on. Well, I'm, I'm so glad to be on tonight. I was studying and I was thinking about my life and Moses came to mind. The reason I love about Moses' character and what he done because Moses' mother loved him so much ah. that when she could not hide him no more, she shipped him off. But what I was learning about that on not only his sister followed him to Pharaoh's daughter, which she were, but uh, the Pharaoh daughter was only 15 years old. People, a lot of people don't do the history of that, but she was only 15 years old. And back then, you know, the Egyptians, uh, they praised God, not just one God, many gods. But as the sister got close to the Pharaoh daughter and she asked the Pharaoh daughter, do you want me to go fetch someone to take care of him? She said, yes. She went right back and got Moses' mother. What am I saying? My life history is about, it's mostly a testimony and a sermon testimony by itself because my mother loved me so much that she allowed friends of the family to take me and take care of me. And see, God illustrated that because God set it up even though my mother was on drugs and couldn't take care of me. But when I got eight years old, my mother came right back around <laughs> and told me, and told me that, you know, I trust these people. I want them to take care of you until I get well. And I will come back in and get you again. Oh my gosh. But he didn't realize God, God illustrated that because at the time, God took me out of harm's way when the people, friends of the family, got me from my mother. To make a long story short, um, the lady that got me from my mother took me to the hospital and they told her that I went home in three months to live and if I live, I'd be brain dead. But how many people know when God step in the picture, the devil can't do nothing to you? That's right. When God step in the picture, even though Satan was there to try to take my life, but God God intercepted and told the devil, no, you leave him alone. He belongs to me. I got assignment on his life. Mm -hmm. And later on, later on, what I, I was thinking about Moses, that as he got older, he went right back and found his mother and his family. Right. But even though he found his mother and his family, he could not stay with his mother. Because God had assignment for Moses to do. See, we all belong to God, and when God put an assignment on your life, you got to go. That's it. That's the word exodus right. means to departure, to leave. And once I found my mother when I was 19 years old, again in Detroit, Michigan, I found her and I had to ask her, Mama, you promised me you were going to come back and get me. Because I had so much hate for her that I wanted her to take care of me. But see, that, what I wanted is not what God said, what God wanted for me for my life because I couldn't see at the time. Yeah. A lot of times we want to plan stuff for our life, but we fail to ask God, God, what do you have planned for me? <laughs> which way do you want me to go? That's so, it. in all of that, once I talked to my biological mother before she passed, she 
she told me, she said, baby, let me tell you something. She said, I wanted to come get you, but there was something on the inside of me wouldn't let me. And plus, your daddy told me to leave you alone, your biological father. But as I got older, I finally realized God was showing me from Chicago to Arkansas that he had planned for my life. He had positioned my life like chess. He had positioned me where he wanted me to be, not where I wanted to be. See, a lot of times we think we have our own destination, but we don't. That's right. That's right. Wow. A lot lot of times, like Moses, Moses, yeah, he was in Egypt. Yeah, he was part of the prince of Pharaoh. And Pharaoh said, I love you like a son. Long as Moses was doing what he wanted him to do, then he loved him like a son. Long as we doing what the worldly people want us to do, yeah, they love us. But as soon as we find out who we truly are in Christ, when Moses, listen to me, when Moses found out he was really a Hebrew, when Moses finally found out who he truly was, and he found out that he was trained to hate the slaves, but he like, wait a minute, something on the inside of me can't hate them. Matter of fact, he saved, the woman he saved from getting run over was his mother. Right. Wow. Right. But he knew something was on the inside of him different than what the Pharaoh had. He was not Egyptian. They raised him as Egyptian, but he was not Egyptian. That's right. When you are a child of God, you're going to act different. You're going to know something is different about you. No matter what crowd you run with, that's not for you. I found out later in life what God had on the inside of me, even though I was adopted with the family, and I'm glad they adopted me, but the way they were raising me was not the way God wanted me to be. That's right. That's right. Once I found out, found my real mother and went back to her and talked to her, and she said, baby, I love you, but I had to let you go. I could not come back and get you because I knew that you was where God wanted you to be. But see, let me put a pin there. My mother didn't believe in God at first. My my, my sisters and them, they lived the life of, of, of the street life, if you know what I mean. Right. So God took me from my mother and my sisters because of that street life and saved me and put me where he wanted me to be. And That's I thank it. God for my adopted family for raising me like they did. But in all of that, God, even when my doctor family passed, and then I had to turn around and do my mother, my biological mother eulogy when they thought I was going to be dead. <laughs> but so what's on the inside of me, like what's on the inside of Moses, come on now, y'all need uh-huh. to listen What was on the inside of Moses, even though he was raised Egyptian, he knew he wasn't Egyptian. He found out there was something special about him. Uh-huh. We all have something that God put on the inside of us because we are on the assignment from the time of our mother womb. God has chosen us. Right. And no matter what we go through in life, God won't let you go. <laughs> God will not let you go because he chased those he loved. Yep. So while we're sitting here studying about Moses, and he ended up going once they ran him out of Egypt because, like I told you, long as you're doing what the world and people want you to do, they love you. But I tell you what you do. You start pulling away from them and see how they treat you. <laughs> you better say that. Come on. That's right. Come on. Wow. Even 
remember when you used to do that. Come on. Oh, come yeah, on. I used to do that, but that person has died. I'm a new creature in Christ. I don't do that no more. God got me on assignment, and I got to go to do my Father's will. Amen. So when Moses came out of Egypt, and God put him where he wanted him to be for 40 years. Now, remember, he stayed in Egypt for 40 years, and he also stayed in the wilderness for 40 years. So God had to empty him out to ground zero. Dead. God had to bring him down. Wow. Wow. You so better. God had to. He, he, listen. God had to empty me out of Chicago ghetto that I was used to and brought me to Arkansas for a new beginning. Cut. The new beginning is where I can come empty me out. God had to, to just empty me out to ground zero with nothing in me so he could fill me up. Amen. You cannot you cannot put new wine into your old wine bottle. Go back to the boss. So once God filled me up and after I got old, I was raised up in church all my life, but I really didn't know God. You ooh. You back ooh. You said something now. Yeah. A lot of people go to church all their life and go on tradition. I'm going to church because mom and dad is going, my grandparents go, I'm going to go. But how many people really know God for themselves? Well. So once Moses finally realized who God was and who God is, see, you got to remember God is and was at the same time. That's right. Huh? Let me let me let it explain it to you. Don't give me an L for English because I wouldn't do it in English. So uh, just hold on for a minute. God said when He spoke, He made the heavens and earth. Correct. Right. Yes. The, he the heavens is the the heavens is eternal, and the earth is what temporarily. Uh huh. So therefore, since He made the heavens and the earth, and would God speak? See, there's nothing new up under the sun, but God said, I will make a new thing. It's new to us, but it's not new to God. That's right. It's a rerun. So once God once God breathes the, the breath of life in us, and not only breathes the breath of life in us, but he breathes his spirit in us. So he knew us in our mother's womb. Everybody mm -hmm. on this line, listen to me. He knew you before you were even born. He had a assignment for your life before you even came out of your mother's womb. That's right. That's, right. That's why you know when you got grown, no matter what you did in the streets, no matter how you ran the streets, no matter what you did, the fact is, once assignment in, you're going to come out of you. And you're going to feel different. You're going to act different. I don't matter who you run with, you're going to find out, wait a minute, something ain't right. I don't feel right about this. Something don't feel right about this because I'm with my own boys, but it just don't feel right. God got me going another way. I want to go this way, but God got me going that way. Mm -hmm. But see, Moses had to follow the directions of God. He didn't understand it, but he went. And when he went on top of that mountain, and God said, take off his shoes, this ground is holy. He's been walking holy ever since. So God had me doing wherever I go is holy. And when we came to Arkansas and I grew up and got out of high school and, and started working for the school district, I started having 